This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Grant, tomorrow, first spring training game. I'm yeah. just curious. Yeah, man, we finally get to some games. You know, and, and some people think spring training's too long. I know guys are working on specific things. But what do you expect tomorrow against the Red Sox? Is uh, Snit even... You know, given a, an inclination of what he may do with the lineup and how guys are much, how much time guys are going to get in the first one. Yeah, and I think the big thing is, you know, the hitters don't need five or six weeks worth of games, but we found out that the pitchers do. And if anybody had kind of thought, well, maybe spring training is too long, then they tried to cram it into like three weeks last year. So I think they're happy to have that to bring the pitchers along. We've seen some live batting practices happening. We got Colby Allard starting the first game. And then Bryce Elder starting the second game. Then I think we'll start to see more of the rotation guys that we're accustomed to seeing. But it's getting guys as many bats as you can early on. They'll take all the ones they can get in the first couple of games. I'd expect maybe one or two plate appearances. And then you've got some guys leaving for the WBC. So that's also going to be something to factor in, getting them ready for that, which is going to be taking place before too long. So we'll see some familiar faces sprinkled in the lineup and probably more than a few this first weekend. And then, you know, split squads and different scenarios will kind of split them up just a bit. But everybody wants to work. Everybody's been there for a while. I think they're ready for these games and all done with just practicing day after day after day with no game action. I know we've spoken a lot over the years, Grant, about Ian Anderson's potential. And at the end of the day, the guy's got 21 wins and uh, 13 losses. He's shown, remember he was thrown into the uh, postseason in the COVID year of 2020. Mm -hmm. So what do you think, and there's uh, a lot being written about him adding a slider to the repertoire, and uh, Rick Kravitz getting with him on that, and how much can this get this guy to being the dude who really lives up to full potential? Yeah, and I think that slider's just, it's a key piece for him. But there are also some mechanical adjustments that he needed to make so that his delivery was consistent, consistent from both stretch and from the windup, and just consistent release point for all three of his pitches because that's something that, you know, hitters, they don't need to see it too many times to figure out, okay, well, if he's here, that's what this pitch is. If he's over here, then I can expect this pitch. So and not having a viable third pitch last year, I know he throws a curveball, but just not really having, I think, the conviction for it was really holding him back. So adding the slider that sweeps a different way than his changeup, that's the kind of dynamic pitch that could make a big difference I talked to Ian a couple of days ago. You'll hear the full interview on From the Diamond this weekend on Sunday after the Hawks game. And he said, look, I've been kicking around the slider idea for a couple of years, but last year I realized pretty quick that life goes on without you when you get demoted. So it kind of relit that fire, and it, it, it kind of taught him necessity is the mother of all inventions. So if there was a time to throw a slider, I think that right. time is now. And I think Ian at his age and with his ability and the postseason numbers, Mike, this is a kid that is way too soon to give up on. No, and that's the thing because we've had, seen to have this conversation about guys like Mike Fulton Avage and then later on Tukey Toussaint, yep. different you know, different performance yep. level. So I was going to ask you, when he went down, he was back in August, they sent him down because you, you worry about confidence like goaltenders in hockey, pitchers mm-hmm. in baseball, messing with their heads. Sure. 
you know, and I had been thinking about it and talked about it a lot on From the Diamond over the course of the summer, really going from the middle to later portion of June and all the way through the month of July with the way that things were going for Ian. Is it better or worse for his confidence to get hit around at the big league level or to go reset at the AAA level? And obviously they hit that button after the trade deadline, and they gave him every opportunity because of, I feel like, what he means to the overall fabric and character of the team. He's a guy they depended on, and they were just hoping that he would start to figure things out, but he just didn't. And, you know, if you want a good example of guys who got opportunities and you may have wondered if they were ever going to get it, was Kyle Wright, and he kind of just went back to the essence of what made him such a standout pitcher at Vanderbilt, and it made him the only 20-game winner in the majors last year. So you can make these adjustments and turn that corner, and I think that Ian Anderson has both the pitch ability and I think the confidence and, and the knowledge that he can succeed at this level. It's just going out there and finding his consistency again. We're talking with Grant McCauley tomorrow. Red Sox, Braves, great fruit league play begins. Who are you watching? I mean, maybe it'll be different by the end of spring training, but who are you watching to start these games, and who do you want to pay more attention to right now, Grant? Well, I saw the – I don't want to say new and improved, but I saw the much bigger, stronger-looking Michael Harris in spring training. So I'm going to be keeping a good eye on him because he already showed a lot last year. And if he's kind of getting what Snit referred to as his grown man strength here at age 22 – he may be putting on a show that we're going to enjoy watching for the rest of this decade, which is a good deal because that's what they signed him for. So I'm going to have my eyes on him. His buddy Vaughn Grissom, the game action is really what I think Vaughn's been focused on. And in chatting with him down in spring training, it was, yeah, I have done the work. I am excited about that work, but I need to go out there and play in these games. That's where they're really going to start to get their evaluation going. And Brian Snicker echoed that. You know, we've got to see these guys in the game scenarios to really get a good idea of how far along he's come and how he's applying all those things he's learned from Ron Washington and able to show it in game. And then left field, I really want to see if we got Eddie Rosario back to pre-2022 levels and he can be a productive and, and obviously important player if he's going to be that starting left fielder. So those are probably the three guys that I'm looking at early on. I want to see healthy Ronald Acuna Jr. again. We know Ozzy's kind of dealing with a little bit of a shoulder thing, but he's going to be able to be a DH early on, then jump back into the field. You know, seeing guys healthy, that's the number one thing I want to see all spring training long in the countdown to opening day. I was just going to ask you about Ozzy Albies as Grant McCauley, or GMAC, as the kids call him, just back from spring training down in Northport. So, yeah, what is the timeline for Ozzy? Is there any concern that Ozzy won't be ready to go for opening day? No, no concern whatsoever. Ozzy said that, you know, this was just a cleanup procedure that he needed on that shoulder. I watched him in fielding drills the other day, and our guy DJ Shockley actually called it out. He's like, you notice Ozzy's not doing a lot of throwing? And I said, good eye, because, you know, the former <laughs> athlete, especially somebody who made his living doing some throwing, is going to recognize what's going on with that. But he had great eyes by shock. And then, you know, Ozzy just talking about the fact that, look, it's not a major thing. He's, if he's DHing, and I saw him having live batting practice and taking big swings against Spencer Strider, yeah, he's going to be all right. And I think just getting out there, getting those reps in, being healthy, that's a huge thing for him because he lost half a year last year to a couple of injuries. So he's ready to get back in there, start swinging, be out in the field and doing the things he does. Austin Riley, Austin Riley raking. Is he, is he hitting down I there? think so. Yeah, and definitely. And the big thing with Austin is that he's never done learning and trying to get better. And I had a chance to spend a lot of time with him this spring and just kind of chat with him about, you know, the, the big picture stuff that, you know, everybody's going to be asking about. And then, 
just kind of the things that he's done to really grow himself as a hitter and as a player since the first time I saw him way back in 2017. I think he's excited to have Chipper Jones back around because it's always great to be able to pick the brain of the former Hall of Famer. And he's also gone out and got that mental um, um, strengths coach to work with him just about his overall just mental aspect and focus on this game. I think that's a huge thing to continue to do. And we got to keep in mind, this is a young guy just coming into his prime years. And I made a prediction earlier with the Steakhouse that I think Austin Riley leads the National League in home runs. I'll go ahead and call it for 2023. But if he doesn't do it this year, it's going to happen sooner than later, i got to believe. You know, Grant, we were talking so much last year. Carl and I seem to argue, not argue, but have a spirited debate about Kenley Jansen, who's kind of wobbling a little bit last year. Now he's a Red Sox. <laughs> yeah. He's 35. Ray Zell Iglesias, he's 33. But yeah. is he going to be able to capture mm-hmm. some of the things that made him one of the, the bigger name closers a couple years back? I think so. And you look at the different <laughs> dynamics in those bullpen, the different types of pitchers that they have. And Rysel is, you know, a big strikeout, you know, great slider, good fastball velocity. But as part of more of a dynamic where, you know, Kinley's got a Hall of Fame resume. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that Rysel Iglesias isn't a great closer, but Kinley, I think, is a future Hall of Famer. But Rysel, in his own right, really helped stabilize that Braves bullpen last year. And they're going to feel confident if he's the guy closing, which I believe he will be, because you've got the A.J. Mentors and a number of other veteran pitchers that can come in and get some big outs for you. So it's it's more of a group dynamic, it feels like. And, and Rysel is kind of new to this whole thing. But, you know, he's not new to closing. And I think he's going to be able to do the job quite nicely. Grant, man, we're looking forward to it. Uh, listen, we're going to start talking to you a lot more as games get going and we get a feel for what's happening with some of our players and guys start getting ready for the season. This is the work they need to get ready as we get closer to the 2023 Braves season. Grant, enjoy the weekend, man. We'll talk to you soon. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t